0: Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought Podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rempersod. Hello, and welcome to the Shoot Your Thought Podcast. We are on to episode 11. We are no longer in single digits. How are you, Neil? Ocean's 11. That's Ocean's scary. 11. Neil and Josh is 11. That doesn't rhyme. doesn't yeah. sound as cool. But anyways, this is episode 11. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Uh, Neil and I have had a personal whirlwind of a week. Uh, the restaurant we were working in uh, got the green light. Well, every restaurant in Toronto got the green light to open up their patios. So uh, that was announced on Friday night, saying that we could open up patios Saturday day. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, it, it's just been crazy since then.
1: Yeah, I mean, thanks for the heads up there, Dougie.
0: Yeah, seriously, Doug Ford. Even though we're in the midst of a a third wave coming in, let's open up the patios. Why not? Anywho, we got a a fun show today. Let's open up with some controversy here. Let's open up with everyone's favorite alt-right sports content page for straight white men. Let's talk about Barstool Sports. This past week, Barstool Sports got into some... uh, some controversy, which just feels like any other week for Barstool Sports. But Gord Miller, who works for TSN, he's everyone's favorite voice of hockey in Canada. Um, he announces most games. Uh, you know his face. You know his voice. Canada loves him. He decided to do a Q&A this past week um, just while sitting in an airport, you know, as, as sports personalities tend to do from time to time. Uh, when someone asked him, "When are you going to be on Spit and Chiclets podcast?" which is a podcast run by Barstool Sports, um, it's a bunch of white guys talking about um, their experience with hockey and how many women they've slept with, and uh, to which Gord Miller replies, "I like the those guys a lot, but anything to do for anything to do with Barstool is a no go for me." To which all hell broke loose. Everyone who loves barstool sports started going after Gord Miller, just attacking him for any which any which direction they could come from. Um, it got pretty hectic for Gord, to the point where Gord Miller's daughter, her, his sixteen-year-old daughter, came on to defend him, saying, "You know, I, I believe in what my dad is saying. I I respect him. I I will stand behind him with whatever he's saying and how he's the nicest guy." And, um, you know, she went on her own Twitter and, and said this about her father. And then Barstool fans started going after Gordon Miller's daughter. To which everyone was shocked. Not so much shocked because this is something that Barstool sports fans tend to do. If you read any comments on any sports page talking about, you know, diversity or... Or inclusion of any sort in in sport, you'll see barstool sports fans come out and make their misogynistic, their sexist, their racist comments um, till they're blue in the face. So, you know, it, it's been a hectic week for for Gar- Gord Miller versus uh, Barstool Sports. Um, what are your thoughts on this, Neil? Uh, I think this has,
1: like just been blown so out of proportion that it's it's now become news you know and you you know like the the one great thing about twitter is that anyone can log on to twitter and have an opinion and you see it's it's open to the web unless you have like a closed account anyone can see your tweets anyone and everyone yeah even more so if you you know at someone and you at you know guys like Ryan Whitney, Biz Nasty uh, Barstool Prez you know like uh, Dave Portnoy, you know, all these guys, like they're they're going to see this messaging, especially if you've got a blue check mark beside your name, yeah. like Gordon Miller does. Yeah. Gordon Miller is a figure who's worked for years and years and years on TSN. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's worked for years on NBC now covering NHL games. You know, he's he's an influential person, right? So him saying these things about Barstool, you know, a million dollar company in the States whether it's true or not, you know, there's no way that is going to sit and roll over and ignore all of these facts. And
0: but the you know, but like, the reason why the reason why Gordon Miller came out and said this, um, and he backed it up later, mm-hmm. is that they have a history of misogyny and sexism. Um, you know, the, the, especially you know, coming from someone who has a 16 year old daughter. Yeah, like this is some something he's personally invested in. And so yeah, like he has his reasons. He's not just coming out and saying that you know this is. Oh it's just not it's a no-go for me for barstool sports.
1: yeah, I mean, like I, I don't really know what Gordon Miller's intentions are here, especially with like you know he could have just ignored the rebuttal from Dave Portnoy, right, but it's it's back and forth, right and you know obviously Gordon Miller has an opinion, obviously like most he probably has a PR person who he consults with before following through with these mess these messages, but now that's you know you think
0: Gordon Miller does.
1: I think Gordon Miller does. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think he's he, probably got to consult with someone before.
0: Yeah, he has someone that monitors his account as well, which he's he's come out and said.
1: Exactly. So, you know, he's he's a calculated person. I think he's making a calculated risk here, saying things he is.
0: But is he making a risk though with speaking about what he believes in? Yeah. You know what is I mean? he
1: is he in a position to fight the good fight? I mean, that's that's basically what the argument is or is here, right? Because, him standing up for something is different than him um, believing in something. You know what I mean? Like he works for TSN. He works for the NHL. He works for, um, what was the other company he worked for? NBC. NBC.
0: Yeah.
1: NBC is a massively big uh, American platform that he works for, right? So I like what he's doing. I like that he's, he's bringing light to these issues that have been going on. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's not just kind of kicking dirt on Barstool. I also like that Dave Portnoy is st- sticking up for what he believes in. Who's right Fuck here Dave and who's Portnoy. wrong? I know you have you have your opinion, but
0: Do you want to talk think, about Dave Portnoy? Where
1: do you think this goes?
0: I think this goes um nowhere. I think this is this is what Barstool Sports does. Um Dave Portnoy, who I'm going to talk about in a second, he's the founder of Barstool Sports, but mm-hmm. he's he's been trying to get Gord Miller um, you know, to, to have a, a public conversation with him um, yeah. of some sort, he he's been trying to. You know, he's he's saying that what you, what Gordon Miller what what you're saying about our, my company is is false. Uh, I believe we're not racist. I believe we're not misogynistic. We're not sexist. Uh, we're very inclusive. They they like to claim that you know their CEO is a female, and they that's why they can get away with a lot of these things. Yeah. Um, you know, specifically recently when they. Um, some people from the um, National Women's Hockey League decided to say they don't want to be associated with Barcelona sports, and Dave Portnoy came out and said in in a rant um, on his own account, saying, uh, "We don't need anyone from the National Women's Hockey League. Um, we're going to start our own league. You're you're all just um, nobodies. We're going to start our own league and do um, everything we can for women's hockey." You know, so they're not inclusive. They're just trying to make it seem like they're inclusive
1: gordon miller even i'm reading in here he even said he's he said one thing that is indisputable is that stool president promotes aggressive online reprisals against those who disagree with him 100 percent. which led to responses like this one which was reported to twitter by the people who monitor my account so there he said that there are people that monitor his account yeah and yeah i get. i you know he is kind of luring him in to have a conversation I would personally like to see how a face-to-face conversation between these two play out
0: I would love to have I a just, conversation with Dave Portnoy myself. I never
1: knew I never knew Gordon Miller had this in him
0: you know like I never knew he had but he's not even like trying to fight though that's the thing. And like I'm not saying that he should. I'm saying he he's going about this in the most mature way possible, mm-hmm. which is something that Barstool Sports fans and Dave Portnoy himself don't know much about. But Gordon Miller is taking the high road. He's he's yeah. saying these things which which is a is you know, it's a common you know, truth is that you know, Barstool Sports is misogynistic, they are sexist, they are racist. Mm-hmm. And I have some quotes here from Dave Portnoy himself which prove my point. So back in 2016, um, when Colin Kaepernick was, you know, everywhere in the news for for choosing to kneel for a national anthem um, to stand up against police brutality against uh, black men, so Dave Portnoy uh, decided. This was in 2016. Decided to go on record and say, "So I'm going to say something that's racist." First of all, if you know it's racist, stop saying it. But anyway, so he says, so I'm going to say something that's racist. Speaking about Colin Kaepernick is an ISIS guy. Throw a head wrap on this guy. He's a terrorist. He looks like bin Laden. That's not racist. First of all, he says, I'm going to say something that's racist. And then in the same quote, say, that's not racist. He's, he's completely saying like he, he's, he says things to get a rise out of people. Yeah. And that's the reason he's been banned from a lot of places. That's the reason he's banned from, you know, NFL games, because he he likes to pull stunts. He likes to um, say things to go viral. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's he feels like his fan base will will love him regardless and will love Barstool Sports regardless. Like I see people, you know, um, posting Barstool Sports videos and, uh, you know, retweeting their tweets, you know, their memes, whatever. But that's all surface level. Like nothing, nothing further than that has been researched by these people, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I think it's time we start talking about what barstool sports is, and how shitty they are.
1: You're gonna see more and more cases like this come up where, you know, all it takes is one person to ask, "Hey, are you gonna appear on this show?" and then it opens up a whole bag of worms, as it has here yeah. right now, right? Yeah. So.
0: In uh, some other examples here, in 2019, Dave Portnoy tweeted to all of his employees saying he will fire any of them on the spot if there's talk of unionizing, which is, it's just, anyways, that's that. Um, He's also quoted in the past saying, I'd like to reiterate that we don't condone rape of any kind at our blackout parties in mid-January. However, if a chick passes out, that's a gray area, though. So why do you think Gord Miller is coming out and saying these things? Like, Why do you think he's, he's wanting to stand up? If, any, if someone were to ask him, you know, why aren't you appearing on this podcast that has to do with Barstool Sports? Gord Miller knows that Dave Portnoy and Barstool Sports have said these things. He has a 16-year-old daughter. Of course he's going to speak his mind. Of course he's going to stand up for what he believes in. Yeah. On a brighter note, some trolling happened to uh, Biz Nasty... Paul um, who's on Spit and Chiclets, some trolling happened to their Twitter account this past week, where uh, Spit and Chiclets decided to post a video um, from a specific uh, Twitter account, posted, posting a video about um, a specific thing that happened in a hockey game, in a Vancouver Canucks game, um, talking about how how good this play was, and the person that posted the video. Uh, wanted to troll Barstool Sports, and so you know when you when uh, when account posts a video, it says at the bottom left hand corner on Twitter, it says from this person, and it says the name. So this uh, this person who decided to troll them started changing their Twitter name to things against Barstool Sports, like change their name to you fuck Barstool Sports. So you're seeing like Spit and Chicklets post a video, and at the bottom it says F- are. Video from Fuck Barstool Sports. He also changed his name to uh, Stop Being Mean to Gord. <laughs> he also changed his name to, you know, Stoolies Suck, referring to Barstool Sports fans. Um, so there was a bunch of that to which Paul Bissonette um, took offense to. And he, he went on a rant himself on Twitter saying, you know, no one owns me. I'm my own person, even though he, he runs Spit and Chicklets, which is owned by Barstool Sports. So it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a long cycle and it's going to continue to which, you know, bar, fans of Barstool Sports will continue to post their stuff and they will continue to gain popularity. Dave Portnoy will continue to, to say these things to get a rise out of people. He will continue to try and, you know, um, call out people and try and get into verbal debates with people online. Cause well, that's you, just, you mentioned,
1: you mentioned that like, now that, like this, because this is happening and because Gord Miller is the face of, of this, that now Barstool is attacking Canadian hockey. And, like, there's, there's talks about
0: how. If you come after Gord Miller, you come after Canada. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
1: now, now basically, there, there's this negative view of Canada and Canadian hockey because of it. And I don't think that's right at all. You know what I mean? Like, it, to involve a whole country now.
0: I couldn't give a shit about what Dave Portnoy and fans of Barstool Sports think about Canadian hockey. I really, I I don't care.
1: What do they say exactly, though? I'm trying to find that right now. The comments,
0: you know, they, they range all over the place. But basically, they're saying how, you know, Canadians are too soft. Canadians don't understand comedy. Um, you know, hockey fans in Canada are just jealous that um, nobody in the States watches it. And like these are ugh, I don't care. Like people will continue to attack Gord Miller, they'll continue to attack his daughter. And I for one am a kind of person that well, when I see stuff like that, especially on Twitter, I'm gonna go after those kind of people. I will reply to replies. That's just the person I am. I've been very I've been almost nervous to talk about Barcelona Sports because you know, it's this so is so
1: beloved, right? It's such a it's such an enigma. It's such a large I myself love watching their videos. You know what I mean? Their content is great. Those who work for the company are, are great. They're hilarious. They're funny. But there's aspects of it that, you know, that are
0: certain people that work for their company are funny. Yeah. Certain people, the majority of the people there are horrible people. Yeah. I will stick by my statement. All right. Should we move on and talk some leafs? We should move on and talk some leafs. Um, Wow, I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a pissed off mood right now, Neil. But um, I'm I'm gonna feel better once we start talking about the Leafs. Jack Campbell, Neil. yeah,
1: I li- Jack I wanna, Campbell. I want to talk a little bit about Freddie Anderson before we get okay. Into okay, Jack, okay.
0: I was jumping the Campbell. gun there a little bit, so we're not gonna talk about Jack Campbell. Freddie, Freddie
1: Anderson. Anderson here, and you know, like he is a great goalie. You know, Freddie Anderson's 31 years old. He's still right there in his prime. But Freddie Anderson. I think this is his fifth year as a Leaf now, mm-hmm. and this is his third straight year that his save percentage has decreased. It's, it's now at a career low. You know, he's playing okay this year. He's 13-8-2, and two, but his save percentage is at a career low. The Leafs spent, you know, like, a lot of effort over this offseason to rebuff their defense. You know, they're seeing a little bit more um, closer games now. You know, their defense is starting to uh, turn the corner here you're not getting that type of performance that you want to see from your starter freddie anderson include the fact that he's been injured a few times this season right now he's still out with a lower body injury what this does it opens up everyone's you know mindset with this trade deadline coming up that hey we need to shore up our defense but maybe we need to shore up our goaltending situation
0: yeah um you know? i think there there's no uh nhl market nhl team market in the nhl that you know puts their players under scrutiny like toronto maple leafs fan base does i
1: think we need to trade freddie
0: and i'll tell you why Do wow. you just kind of drop a bomb on on me like that we in the middle of our freddie? conversation
1: you need to move on from this you know what i mean like and i the reason is I think we have a budding star in Jack Campbell.
0: 100%. I think Jack Campbell is the future of this of this franchise. I think he's going to be, and he, he wants that, right? Like you can see the, the drive in him. You can see the passion in him.
1: The future is now. He's 29 years old. Yeah. Right? Like you're going to wait until he's 35. The future is now. Like Happened he, with Broder. He's, he's in. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Broder. Martin Broder. Yeah, it did happen. He played until what he was forty-one. Dominic Hasek until he's forty-four.
0: Hasek played until he was sixty-seven years old. Still
1: um, doing the sprawl out. Yeah, still wearing that for, stupid helmet. Yeah. yeah the um,
0: cage. I but, think yeah no. Like I was gonna say, Freddie. If you put Freddie in another Tor- in, in another sports market, in another another NHL market, I think he's he would be viewed a lot more highly than he is in Toronto. Leaf Twitter is a scary place, and when yeah. Freddie doesn't have a good game, Leaf Twitter lets him know. They they are all over him, you know, telling him to retire, telling him uh, we're going to trade you. Leaf Twitter is a scary place, you know. Um, but um, yeah, no, I I think we're going to see possibly um, more more shared sharing of the net between Jack Campbell and Freddie Anderson. It might be a little too early to say that. Um, But I think Jack Campbell has definitely earned the backup position. I don't think it's it's I I think it's too early to give up on on Freddie specifically, especially with all he's done for this franchise. Uh,
1: The reason I'm saying I'm suggesting that they they trade here, they they can acquire assets and like trading that contract away. What that does, it opens up other areas that they can address on this team.
0: Mm -hmm. Are you suggesting that they're, they're they should trade for next year? Like, are you suggesting that they trade to be a good team next year? Like, do you think, think they're they not they're trade. not in a win now kind of mentality?
1: They are. And, like, the, you know, they, they're not going to trade Freddie Anderson. Let's be real here. I'm just suggesting it because I think they need to play. With the amount of time that Freddie Anderson's lost this year, they've gotten a chance to see what they have in what Jack have, Campbell yeah. and Hutchinson. And, you know, the, the results have been great. You know, they've won a lot of games, you know. Jack Campbell has actually had back-to-back shutouts. He saved 77 straight shots. You know who the last Leafs goalie is to have back-to-back shutouts?
0: It's probably going to be someone I would not have guessed.
1: Ben motherfucking Scrivens.
0: Ben Scrivens. Remember that guy? Yes. I remember him most recently. He was on... Remember when the NHL didn't... Well, it's pretty recent. The NHL didn't allow players to go to the Olympics. Ben Scrivens was the goalie for Canada. For Team Canada, yeah. Yeah. He, um, he, I loved Scrivens when he was in Toronto. I really did. He was was there at the weird time when we were like in the midst of a weird goaltending time with James Reimer and we.
1: Transition period. It was the
0: transition period, yeah. We were about to get Bernier and there was like that weird, you know, who's going to be the starter, who's going to be the backup. Yeah. Man, I miss Reimer. (laughs) But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, no, it's Jack Campbell is is on fire right you can, now.
1: You can have James Reimer on your fantasy hockey team if you want.
0: Most of the time, I pick him up when when I see he's available. I'll pick him up just because you know oh, I miss yeah. that guy. I'm gonna pick him up.
1: Speaking of fantasy, pick up pick up Jack Campbell. Pick up and Jack he's, Campbell. He's doing great. You know why
0: not? If if you need goalie depth, I mean, like Jack Campbell is not a bad option. He and himself I think,
1: just came back from injury. He might. Playing did. a lot more if Freddie's out long. Plus, here? yeah,
0: like I was just gonna say, Freddie, Freddie might be out for an extended period of time here because um, we we do know he's dealing with an injury, um, which which people don't don't like to you know make excuses for him. On, on I, I use Twitter a lot because that's like my main form of of anger management, but um, yeah, no, uh, they're not talking about his injury, but he's had this lingering issue with yeah. his injury uh, for the entire season almost.
1: Definitely speaking of Twitter. Look out for the Shoot Your Thought Twitter coming soon.
0: Coming to a Twitter near you.
1: We're going to be fighting the good fight on there.
0: Oh, yeah. We're going to be coming that. after. We're yeah. going to be standing up for Gord Miller. That's what we're going to be doing.
1: I'm just going to name our Twitter account Gord Miller and see if anyone notices. <laughs>
0: <laughs> at Save Gord Miller. At Gord, we love you. The names are endless. They really are.
1: Shoot your Gord Miller.
0: Shoot your Gord. Don't. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> a bad name. Don't shoot your Gord miller no <laughs> okay the name is a work in progress uh should we should we move on to nhl free agency nfl, NFL free agency. <laughs> oh my god i'm is it, still is it july 1st already is it july 1st i'm still i'm still rattled from our first segment on the
1: show nhl here. free agency nfl
0: july. nfl free agency so
1: some guy got signed to the Giants for $72 million Let me stop years.
0: you right there, Neil. Let me yeah. stop you right there. As the Giants fan, I am. I am just excited that... I'm starting to plan the Super Bowl parade for next year. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, the fact that we got the hottest wide receiver free agent on the market in Kenny Galladay, Kenny G, Mr. Saxophone himself, um, it's and and the thing is with with uh, wide receivers right now, especially in the in the free agent market right now, everyone's signing a one year deal because that's just like the trend that's that's happening right now. I don't know if you know um, everyone's trying to up their up their market value or if if you know it's too low and they don't want to they it's just all experimental deals. Who knows? But Kenny G signed a four year contract with the New York Giants for seventy two. Million Dollar hairs, and I'm excited about it. He's gonna be going
1: on holiday with that holiday money.
0: Oh boy, he you were thinking down. about that the entire time. Had that I one was, written down. Actually. I was talking. You had that one written down. Yeah. Nice. That was that was clever. I'm gonna uh, use that right
1: beside the Giants' projected record here with this signing, which is three and thirteen, <laughs> up from two and fourteen. Yeah.
0: Oh man,
1: does this really make them a better team overall? Like what they were this past year.
0: Well, that's what they were missing this year. Well, for one, they were missing their, their starting running back in Saquon Barkley, who, who got injured fairly early in the season. Yeah. For me, he was uh, my first-round pick in most of my fantasy leagues, um, which worked out so well for me. But um, So they were missing that, that running back depth. And they were also missing wide receiver depth. Um, they didn't have a lot of options. Their tight end, Evan Ingram, somehow made it to the all-star team. Um, I don't know how, but um, they... Butterfingers. Butterfingers. Butterfingers Butterfingers-Ingram. They needed some wide receiver depth, and that was was pretty obvious. Um, I I still think they needed a quarterback, but that's neither here nor there. But um, I I think this makes them a better team. Does it make them a championship team? We'll see.
1: All right. Well, we'll see. Kudos to you. It's a big name there. Um, He's going to be paired up with... Some really exciting players on that team, too, again, it all depends on how well
0: well they they also plays. they also released uh Golden Tate I don't know if you saw that, but yeah, Golden so Tate is it's an upgrade it is an upgrade um and Golden Tate wasn't doing much for he had some controversy um this past year with with the Giants coaching staff anyways, so they wanted him out, and this is a great way to do it yeah. um
1: Big re-signing in Pittsburgh. I was just going to say,
0: <laughs> speaking of wide receivers signing big contracts, um, I, I remember specifically on one of our episodes, we talked about how you thought that Juju Smith-Schuster was for sure leaving I stand Pittsburgh. corrected. Yeah,
1: you're right. I never thought they would re-sign him. And t- to be completely fair, neither did the Steelers. And yeah. as it turns out, Juju took less money to stay with Pittsburgh on a one-year deal. Um, Another probab- one-year deal, yeah. Probably on the retirement train here, on the farewell tour for you think Big so, eh? Ben.
0: Oh, for I was just gonna say Juju, well, not retiring Juju. At
1: twenty-four, yeah, Juju might uh, hang him up.
0: I mean, crazy follow through with that TikTok happened. career. <laughs> <laughs> it's I I belong to the influencer world now. Just and... dancing
1: Corvette, Corvette everywhere yeah. he goes, oh, yeah. all day, every day. Oh yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it's a great signing for, for them. You know, it brings back that core and wide receivers that they have this past year. Again, the Steelers, it just, it just their defense is top five in the league. It all depends on how Big Ben performs this year, right? That's the real question mark this year is how can he perform? Can he stay healthy? Is he going to continue to release the ball under two seconds every single play, these dump-off throws? Or is he actually going to, like, let loose and use the cannon arm that he used to have
0: yeah so we did find out that big ben will be coming back
1: what was the contract they restructured his career yeah. i think i don't know exactly what the figure was but he's making less than what he's projected to make so mm-hmm. that obviously short like it, it gave him some more leeway to sign to re-sign guys like juju and um
0: do you think the there. Steelers are uh, done making moves in this uh, offseason?
1: They're not big free agent signers. Historically, they've never been uh, like the type of team to go out. They're and, a
0: drafting team. They, they love are. drafting yeah. and yeah.
1: developing within. They're one of the best teams to develop and draft wide mm-hmm. receivers or draft and develop. Yeah. You know, they've even way back from Santonio San Holmes and, those days and mike wallace and antonio brown and Mm -hmm. martavis bryant even you know like even this past year you know signing like claypool you know claypool is going to be a
0: massive and they drafted a massive
1: wide receiver the next few years right Mm so
0: yeah the steelers are big on drafting and then um allowing those players to request trades from the steelers later on in their career so uh You know, that might happen with you. They'll
1: just draft another
0: one. They'll just draft another one. It doesn't matter. continue the cycle. Um, Another big signing, uh, the Dolphins signed uh, star wide receiver Will Fuller. Yeah, he's going to be
1: suspended for the first game because, you know, he loves his PEDs.
0: Yeah, he's still um, sitting out for that uh, PED um, violation last season, which kept him out most of the season. Um, Yeah, I don't know if this makes Miami a better team. Um, Dolphins
1: are just doing what they need to do. They're surrounding their young quarterback Tua Tagovailoa with stars, with some talent, you know.
0: You said his so, name perfectly by the way. Tagovailoa? Yeah, that was impressive. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Just rolled off your tongue like that. It was impressive.
1: I've never said his name before, actually. It's always <laughs> just been Tua. I've, I, I literally, like, I'll just, I'll I've just only said, I've
0: exclusively said Tua. Because
1: just like Giannis. I've never said his last name. <laughs> yeah. I'll say it sometimes like on my breath. Like,
0: Giannis. Just, exactly. No, you just, like, you know it. You just don't want to, you know, accidentally say it wrong in front of someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, no, I, I think this um, is good for the Dolphins. Um, I I definitely um, think they're a better team. They will be a better team this year. Um, they're developing their new their new uh, talent that they have. But um, you know, if, like
1: if anything, what this does it makes it makes Deshaun Watson, who's got his own battle right now that he's going through. Yeah. Um, it makes him want to leave Houston even more because like that's a massive weapon that he anticipated was going to resign in Houston. That was his number one yeah. receiver. So, I mean, that just probably, in my eyes, just fuels that fire a little bit more.
0: Yeah, Deshaun Watson is fighting his own battle right now. There's a lot of sexual assault allegations against him. Um, I, I don't know what this is going to do um, for him, you know, either whether he's going to stay in Houston, whether he's going to, you know, have to go somewhere else and sign for less. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, teams are plays out. teams are keeping track
1: of the status of these cases and how it goes in their pursuit of Deshaun Watson and I know we hear teams like the Chicago Bears who just offered three first round picks for Russell Wilson. Yeah. Teams still are actively looking for quarterback upgrades. Chicago Bears are no longer one of them now that they've signed Future MVP candidate Andy Dalton to a one year oh, deal. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he really, he really showed out um, in his, in uh, Dak Prescott's absence this past year by getting a concussion almost immediately. The Red Rocket. The that Red guy. Rocket. Um, so I got it. The Bills uh, strengthened their quarterback core, or did they? By signing <laughs> Trubisky to a one year deal.
1: Imagine, imagine how Mitch Trubisky feels. You know, like they, literally the Chicago Bears decided to move on
0: from Mitch Trubisky and sign Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton after Trubisky wins um, a Nickelodeon valuable player. So Trubisky's
1: signed a one year deal to be a backup with the bills, which I feel like might be a smart move on his part. He's kind of doing what Jameis Winston did last year, which is, you know, kind of try, try to rebuild your value as a backup could be a smart move. A year from now, could be more teams looking for a starting caliber quarterback. Yeah. You have also you also have teams that are signing quarterbacks or one-year deals as a bridge quarterback mm-hmm. for their future draft pick, right? So they might be tanking this year, next year. Next year, they draft a rookie. And they sign a guy like Mitch Trubisky to get him by.
0: Yeah, I think right. we'll definitely see. Uh, it'll, it'll be... Yeah, we'll see Trubisky come in for some plays, I think. I, I don't think um, Josh Allen is going to be playing um, 100% of the snaps in every single game. Yeah. Um, I think Trubisky is a weapon you can bring in um, when you want to change it up. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens in Buffalo. All righty. So with uh, the NBA trade deadline coming up this week, this week, Neil, it's coming up. There's uh, when, is it, when is it, Friday? It's Thursday. It's the 25th. It's Thursday. Um, and it is uh, it's it's been pretty quiet. Not a lot has happened. I don't think anything of significant <laughs> of significance has happened.
1: We saw one deal with Detroit and OKC.
0: Yeah, they but sent that was over like, McCulloch. And... Yeah, and Diallo went over. Yeah. yeah,
1: that was like a very minor deal, though. Yeah, from, it was from it was two the like in... two shit teams making a deal doesn't really make yeah. news.
0: Yeah, they're both are both are kind of in a rebuild, so didn't really, you know, break the headlines. Um, I, I think we are going to see some headline breaking trades before this week is up. I'm I'm really hoping so. But speaking of uh, the Raptors specifically, um, they're not in a good place right now. A lot of people are saying, you know, that they should go into a rebuild, that they should, you know, trade lowry or trade powell to a contending team personally i think it's too early to 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 make those claims to say that they should give up these players to a contending team i think i was personally offended by that um i think the raptors are still a contending team um despite the bad run they've been on what are your thoughts
1: i don't think they are i think this is their time i i I mentioned it on earlier episodes this is your time to capitalize on your assets you know call it a wash. Call it what you want. This team's not built right now to contend. They, they're they sitting at 17 and 25. They're two games out of a playoff spot. They almost beat the best team in the league two games ago and then completely shit the bed last night against the Cavs. They didn't show yeah. up for three quarters. They made it a like a closer game in the fourth quarter. But you, you just can't have that inconsistent play. You know, like I, I think right now... You haven't really seen the Raptors do much. You haven't even resigned Masai Ujiri yet. You need to just give yeah. him a blank check, pay him whatever he needs to be paid. He needs to turn this team around because this team's not built to win right now.
0: They did extend their GM Bobby Webster, um, but I think Masai is definitely a piece that we need to we need to lock up uh, long term.
1: Yeah, there is interest in a lot of the Raptors players right now. You're hearing a lot of talk around Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry still playing at a high level, even though he's going to be 35 soon. He is attracting a lot of players or a lot of teams um, attention right now. You're hearing a lot from Miami saying that, yeah. that he might be a good fit. And actually I read earlier today that Kyle Lowry prefers a deal to the heat. And it's saying like this article like, that I was reading saying that Miami would need to give up, give up either a hero or, um, robinson
0: see i'm seeing a lot of these a lot of these rumors you know where would where kyle lowry would love or would be preferred to go like himself preferred to go i've heard rumors that he wants to prefer to go to philly because that's where he's from but like you know and then you see kyle lowry in an actual interview and he's talking about how this is all made up like this is ridiculous like he specifically last night they asked him you know what are his thoughts on the trade deadline and he said, oh, it's it's my birthday on Thursday. Uh, whatever else is happening on that day, I don't know. All I know is it's my birthday. So, like, I don't think he wants to leave Toronto. I don't think anyone on the team wants to leave Toronto. I think he still believes in what's happening in the in the Raptors organization. I think... Powell still believes in what's happening in the Raptors organization. We just signed like a core. Everyone's
1: interested in Norman Powell. He's going off, you know. Yeah,
0: one hundred percent. But like I was saying, like we just re-signed our entire core, like Siakam and Van Vliet. Like we have them long-term now. Like is, this is, is Powell included in that? Uh yes. Is he part of that core? We we haven't re-signed him, but yes, I I think he is part of the. He's part of the bench core. He's part of the bench core. And he he is a person that can step up and, and 100% fit into a starting five if anyone is injured and just go off. And that's why he's attracting a lot, a lot of attention right now um, from quote-unquote contending team.
1: Now, Powell, he's he's making just under $11 million this year. He's expected to decline his player option to enter free agency this offseason. So again, like where,
0: where, is, wh- who's saying he's expecting to decline? That's, that's like, the expectation. Like That's he, just like... He the... can
1: fetch... You, do you think like the way he's playing, if you're Norm Powell, the way you're playing, do you do you think you want to continue to make $11 million a year? Or would you try to make 25 to $30 million a year, which he could probably get from a team?
0: He can probably get that from the Raptors. If he declines his player option from the Raptors, he can sign a new deal... to make more money at the Raptors.
1: So my, if you're the Raptors and you have an opportunity to move an asset for more assets while you still can, or take a gamble as you did with Gasol and Ibaka this past off season and get absolutely nothing for it. What, what Avenue do you take here? Do you take the safe Avenue and you, you get some assets for a potential walk in the off season by Powell, or do you risk it and get nothing again? You strike out again, and you saw where that left the Raptors. It left them scrambling to make a deal for Aaron Fucking Baines, who's so shit. Don't get me started.
0: Yeah, I don't. He's not even like starter worthy anymore. Like I, I love Aaron Baines. Um, the Aaron Baines fan page on on Twitter is just is hilarious. Aaron Baines so
1: trash. Like it's not. It's not even like
0: he's. He's trash, but I love him as a person.
1: Sure, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's my that's my hot take. He's a great person. Um, he's Australian. Not Australians are just the best.
1: They're yeah. just the best, you know. There are so many other players that are on. I'm I'm shocked that there hasn't been more deals. There's so many players available right now, like Oladipo. Aaron Gordon
0: has requested a
1: trade. Yeah, we just saw that today. Lonzo Ball is on the market.
0: Yeah, there are so many players that are still sitting out. For weeks now, they've been sitting out because teams are trying to move them.
1: Don't get me started. You know. They're... Yeah,
0: you specifically on your fantasy <laughs> yeah. team have a lot of players that have been sitting out. I don't out.
1: understand. Like... Well, the reason is these players have such enormous contracts, like Andre Drummond's contract.
0: Yeah, they're waiting. I think they're waiting for the Cavs to buy him out so that yeah, you know, they can go after him. Um, but yeah, no, there's just there's nothing really of significance that's been happening in the in the free agent market. Um, and I, I think we're ramping up for a very busy trade deadline
1: day. I think it's going to come down to thursday where you're gonna see some moves or some buyouts if you don't see some moves you know once you're gonna see some action this week one way or another 100 if nothing happens on thursday you're you're sure to see some some follow-up buyouts happening right after and then immediately these players signing with other teams so the nba is gonna look rather different a week from now. this
0: time next week when we're doing our next show we'll have a lot more to talk about specifically with what happen in the free agent market. Um but yeah, no, Drummond is a person that's been sitting out and the Raptors what they've always struggled with is rebounds. I've said it before. They they suck at offensive boards and defensive boards. They need someone to grab those balls after they when they come off the rim. Grab those balls. Grab the balls. Yeah. Just grab the balls, Neil.
1: One Anyways. last thing I wanted to um point out was did you see coach Nurse at the end of that last game, the the tough loss, the miss, the three pointer miss by Siakam, what Coach Nurse did. Yeah, was it
0: a three pointer or was it just a two pointer? He was going. For? I think it was a three to anyways, win the game. Siakam missed, missed
1: it. He missed it. it. It rattled out.
0: Yeah, and that was a very dramatic rattle out. Like it, it looked like it was going in for a second. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, no, uh, Coach Nurse um, was clearly frustrated. Calls were not going our way. Calls are never going our way, and he. He took off his mask and he threw it.
1: Yeah. Just so dramatic. Like, why do you have to do that? Like it just, he whipped his mask off and whipped it at the scoring table. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if he aimed that way. That's just the way, that's the direction it ended up in.
0: That's, and I, I understand his frustration. I I don't think (laughs) during a pandemic, you should be throwing the thing that's supposed to be keeping you uh, safe. but um yeah no he was at he was fined fifty thousand dollars for that yeah he was and uh lesson
1: learned don't take your mask off and whip it at someone
0: yeah they said the 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 fine was because he took his mask off and threw it and then yelled profanity at the refs
1: yeah fuck you ref
0: yeah fifty thousand dollars
1: we just talked about it last week your losers of the week the refs the refs yeah Yeah. fuck the refs always screwing over the raptors however they can
0: um, it's it's a continuous frustration for Raptors fans that calls never go our way. We clearly don't shoot enough free throws. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. All right, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and thank you for joining us on this long journey that we took today from talking about fucking Dave Portnoy to fucking Aaron Baines. Fucking Aaron Baines. Uh, two very different people. Um, but uh, (laughs) thank you guys for tuning in we appreciate your continuous support Uh, we'll see you guys next week have a good week guys thank you for listening to another episode of the shoot your thought podcast